and uh, so we can continue. Uh, you stay if you would. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so good to us. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Edamonesis. Said about a gale over about a volcano. Rabbitina, Rabbitina, Monosius. Nisterlanda, Dola, Bora, Dea, Dea, Shana, Mata, Udikea, Tena, Prada, Dias. Predicana, Nia, Lana, Monosit, Oriata, Deva, Branda, Deva, Bodegia, Deva, Basis. Praise God. Praise God. The promises, the promises are here for a purpose. The promises are here to help us access what the Lord has already done, what He's already given, what He's already provided. And so when you meditate on the promise and forget about the problem, you begin to walk in, you step through a door, through a door, a door, an open door into God's blessings, into His provision, into His favor. There's healing there, there's deliverance, there's freedom, there's answers in that place, in that place. Hallelujah. So His promises... Thank you, Lord. Now I'm done prophesying. So his promises then direct us, tell us which way to go, which way to think. Hallelujah. Amen. You guys are in a dark spot. Amen. Not spiritually, just naturally. Thank you, Lord. God is good. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not getting worse as I stand here. It's getting better. So I'm not, don't, be, don't be concerned. Nobody get nervous. <laughs> amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. If you, if you have the mentality and, ado- and adopt it if you don't, but if you have the mentality of God's ever present. Uh, manifest itself uh, then anything you want or need from God is not uh, distant it's not in your mind distant or far away like I'm trying to get it if I could only get God to come amen sometimes just to be honest our, our worship team is awesome and everything but sometimes when we sing you sing about heaven coming it's a uh, it'll mess your theology up because you start thinking of your answer being far away like it's not here but let's keep pulling <laughs> keep tugging on the rope maybe God will fall one of these moments well listen the day of Pentecost has already happened and uh, and so we need an ever present mentality where he's always here amen and 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 one of one of our what uh, one of our our great needs is is just to learn how to connect with reality you understand what I mean reality it's what is <laughs> it's not what what you want it to be it's not uh, 
It's not something that changes. It just is. Now, a person's reality, your your perception of reality might be, that would be your own experience, what you perceive to be true. But I want to perceive accurately so that I can walk in the reality of what Jesus has done for me, what God has said already is. Everybody with me? If I walk in that, worship is worship takes on a different note. It's it's a it, it has a, it has a different feel. Why? Well, because the Lord's right here, not way out there. Come, He's here, ever present, right here with us now. And guess what's also here? Freedom, healing. Did you know that you and I were designed, we were created to experience God? We are not, if you're a believer here, majority of you I'm sure are, you are not a fish out of water in God's presence. You are not a polar bear in the desert. You know? You are made of heavenly substance. When you were 2 Corinthians 5.17, made a new creation in Christ, old things were passed away, all things become new. What did God use to make us? He used His very own self. We're made of God's substance, God material. He used Himself to make us so that we would connect naturally. We would fit normally. We would be the square peg in the square hole. It's like we go here. And everything that is God, everything that is natural and normal in His presence, becomes natural and normal to us. Hearing His voice. I mean, we're made of the same stuff. We speak the same language. We're on the same frequency. But we've been trained often and taught through, through negative experience sometimes, through, uh, uh, through religion, through t- tradition elevated above the, the, the principles and, and the Word of God. Uh, we've been elevated. Those things have, have, have displaced the natural connection that every one of us are to have with our Father in Heaven. Normal, easy. Easy, natural, normal, miracles, what we call miracles. You know, well, it's it's almost like, is that a miracle or is that just a natural? I mean, it's a miracle for for, for an unbeliever, but for a believer, it's a natural. Meaning it's a normal. Meaning we're made of that same stuff that miracles are made out of. We're children of God. We're not strangers and foreigners. We're not just visitors. We're not just passing by and the Lord let let us stop in for tea. We live here. We belong in the family. We belong in the house. Everything He has belongs to us. Jesus said one day, He said, It is your your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's His design. That's the way He wants it where you have it all where I have it all amen hallelujah praise God
All right, close your eyes with me for a moment. Let's just wait on the Lord. I can keep talking. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your, your goodness, your mercy. Oh, Shabbatias. Oh, hallelujah. We draw near. Ha. We draw close. We enter in. We enter in. Thank you, Lord, for we belong. We belong in you and with you. You are our victory, our joy, and our song. We laugh and we sing. Hallelujah. All the praises we do bring to you. Lay them at your feet. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. For what you have done. For what you are doing. Thank you for what you will do. We give you all the glory and all the praise. We worship and adore you. We magnify and and exalt you. You are ever present. You're always here. And hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. It's easy in His presence. It's easy in His house. It's easy, easy, easy with Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Shamatia. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There, there, there's something about a uh, so, so something something about a, a a bondage of of a of of certain natures, uh, a bondage, addiction, uh, a burden, a bondage that people have felt like they are unable to get free from and get free of. And and in the presence of the Lord, I want you to know, uh, you snap those chains. You know, like like Superman would snap handcuffs in the presence of the Lord because you are a child of God. Nothing can hold you down. Nothing can hold you back. The presence of the Lord, we become aware of reality. The reality is the devil's defeated and that bondage has already been crushed under Jesus' feet. And so we walk free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If... Uh, uh, if, 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 if you're dealing with that kind of a bondage, that kind of a something, uh, no matter what it is, and you want to be free tonight, you want a little bit of help, then come on down to the front and, uh, and, and stand up here and we'll lay hands on you. And, and, the, and the power of God will go just, just break that thing right off of you today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the power of God. Thank you, Lord, for the power of God. Thank you, Lord, for making them every bit whole and every bit free. Every bit whole. Thank you, Lord. Devil, we resist you in Jesus' name. You have no place in God's house, in God's family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory, all the praise in the mighty name, the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now reach your hands out towards these. And, uh, and and believe with me right now, the power of God goes right in and, and breaks every chain, breaks it off of you. Be free now from this night forward, never the same again. It stops right here in Jesus' name. Uh, it stops right here in the name 
of the Lord Jesus Christ, that thing bows, you don't bow, that thing bows to you. In his name, in his name, in the name that bows today. That I break that bondage, I break that bondage, I break that bondage over your life in Jesus' name. I break the bondage, I break the bondage. Get off him in Jesus' name. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more in Jesus' name. I break the bondage, I break it off. There we go. In Jesus' name. <laughs> no more, no more, no more bondage. No more bondage. No more bondage. No more fear. Uh, no more fear. No more fear. No more fear in Jesus' name. In the Bonakia. In the bondage break it off stops right now in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah Sidomonicus praise God thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord get off him now in Jesus name there we go in the name of Jesus every bit every bit every bit stops this day Break that off of you. Get off him in Jesus' name. Every bit. Every bit. Break the bondage. Break the bondage in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name. In the name. Break the bondage off of you in Jesus' name. Every bit stops. Stops. Now. In the mighty name. In the name. Break that bondage off of you in Jesus' name. In the name, there, there, there. Bondage, I break you. Break your power. Devil, I break your power off of her in Jesus' name. Never the same. Never the same. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Be free. Free. Stop in Jesus' name. Stop in Jesus' name. Be free. No more bondage. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every bit whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. No more bondage. In Jesus' name, be set free. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, be set free. Free. Free by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, be set free. No more pain. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. No more bondage. No more bondage. No more bondage. No more bondage in Jesus' name. No more bondage in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, it stops today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Break that power off of you. I break that bondage off of you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, be set free. Be set free. No more. No more. No more. No more. Paramanas. No more. In Jesus' name, be set free. Set free from this moment forward. Set free from this moment forward. No more, no more problem, no more pain, no more bondage in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. The mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be set free. The mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be set free. No more bondage, in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, be set free. Every bit free. Every bit free. Every bit. Every bit. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, give you glory. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There we go. Be set free by the power of God. No more bondage. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, be set free. No more bondage. No more. No more. No more. No more. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Every bit. Be made free. Be made free. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus. There we go. Be set free. Be set free. No more. No more. No more. No more. You'll never return. In the name of the mighty name of Jesus, be set free. In Jesus' precious name, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he's so good to us. Praise God. Lord, we magnify you. We praise your great name. Now, now, now thank him for freedom. Especially anyone and everyone that's been that's been up here. Thank him for the victory. Thank him for freedom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are free. Whom the sun sets free is free. Free. Free to be who you've called us to be. Free to do what you've called us to do. magnify your name. We glorify you and honor you and worship you. We glorify and honor you and worship you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your very presence, for your very life. Thank you, Lord, for your very presence, for your very life, your life in us, your life in us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You're so good to us. Thank you, Lord, for your life in us. For your life in us. Thank you, Lord, for freedom and victory. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord, for you are good. God, thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. God is good. God is good. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God is good. Praise God. Amen. 
Uh, you guys might want to turn on some different lights here. It doesn't feel right. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Doesn't look right either, does it? All shadowed. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Father, thank you for, for working what you what you work, for doing what you do. You are ever-present and faithful. Faithful in us. Thank you, Lord. Faithful to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's just take a moment and uh, and look at Genesis uh, chapter f- uh, 5. Does anybody know where Genesis is? If you don't, that's okay. It's the first book in the Bible. You know, uh, the way God designed us, I guess you can stop for a minute. You should have a stool up there, though. In case I need you. Quick. Uh, Amen. Are the lights broken? They're broken. Okay, well, that's an easy answer. We'll get it fixed later then. And I won't wonder the whole time why you're not fixing them. Uh, you know, in the in the beginning, conversation with God and man was very natural. You know, what you would call second nature or first nature. <laughs> I mean, uh, for Adam to have conversations with the Father was no I mean no more difficult or complicated than us having conversations with each other. And he was still a physical being, right? God was still who he is, spirit. Man was still flesh, right? And uh and what's interesting, you know how how things transpired with sin and them getting the boot out of the garden, right? Uh, how many if you recognize that if you keep reading though in the first part of the book of Genesis and many years pass in sometimes in just a couple verses many many years just fly by we don't have much detail but we get interesting parts and you'll you see that God was still communicating openly uh, mankind was still having conversations with God That had not changed even with sin. Even when sin had come into the earth, they were still talking. Uh, If you notice the story of Cain and Abel, uh, God was still having open, there were still open conversations with Cain uh, before and after the murder. In other words, Cain still heard God's voice. Think about that. Think about that. He murdered his brother and then heard from God. <laughs> and I think sometimes we have this mentality, oh, yeah, I haven't been I haven't been very spiritual lately, or I haven't prayed, or I've been I've done some wrong things. I probably can't even hear God's voice. Why would we think that? Why do we not hear his voice? It's because we think we can't. I really think, I believe, that this has this has been in the human race for a very long time. 
but it was never God's design that to have a that to have conversation and to hear from him would be difficult or abnormal or hey you know one time back 30 years ago I heard God say yes <laughs> and you know and that's the extent of the dialogue uh, is just a, a snippet here and there his design with with this would be a conversation and and obviously it's going to be that in heaven say so does God really want to talk to everyone like that much he will forever with us and really I believe he wants to far more now than what actually takes place. But it's been ingrained into the mentality of human beings that, you know, to hear from God is hard, it's difficult. And it's again, it's this, it's this subtle belief that there's God and then there's us. And I know as far as, yes, he's all powerful and he's all wise and he knows, and we're none of those things. I get that, but we're still in the same family. We're still made of him. We were created by him. That's the base level. We're made of God's stuff. Genesis chapter 1, we were made in the image and likeness of him. In other words, you are like God. You know, flip that over on the other side. God is like you. Now, of course, minus the sin, minus the limitation, but we're like each other. That was his design. He could have made us into something totally different. He could have made us some bizarre creature that had no resemblance to him whatsoever. But then he wouldn't have revealed himself as father either. Right? He's like, those are your kids? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> so what's the mailman look like? Sorry. <laughs> Those don't look like... <laughs> In other words, you look like your parents and we look like God. So what does God look like? He looks somewhat like you. Yeah. Because he made us to be like him. And then to experience God in anything he wants to do, that's just natural. That's just normal. Think about the normalcy of our physical life, breathing and eating and sleeping and normal physical life. We don't give it a second thought. You know, we have certain parts of our body that function. What do you call that? Like automated, involuntary. You know, your heart's beating without you thinking about it. Go, 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 go. You know, we breathe. We do different things. Uh, to, to relate to God is that way. But there's been seeded thoughts and over generations and generations and gazillions of Christians that hardly have any kind of living fellowship with the Father whatsoever. And then so we grow up and we think this is normal, this is the way it is, and you just kind of need to learn to accept it. And one day we'll be in heaven, it'll be awesome in the meantime, just kind of dredge through life. It's kind of like, I remember years ago, my sister went on a missions trip with a group like kind of like the groups that we take and and I believe she went to the uh the Philippines but it was you know the or where are Philippines Filipino there, there's lots of islands right there's like 7,000 islands or something like that and uh uh they went I've been there but I haven't been where she went they went to some remote island and apparently the people on that island were unaware of the gospel, unaware of Jesus. And 
which is totally cool if you want to ever win the lost, I guess. Uh, because what they what they experienced is they would share Jesus with people, and as people are praying with them and praying and confessing the Lordship of Jesus in the salvation prayer, their bodies get healed and they start speaking in tongues without being told about it, without being told, okay, now we're going to confess healing. Now we're going to get you baptized in the Spirit. There's nothing wrong because they are separate things and we can do those separate, but they didn't even have to. It's just without any clouded um, religion to tell you basically what you can't have, to limit your, your mentality. It says, well, when you get saved, you don't really don't feel anything, nothing really changes, you just kind of take it and then later maybe. And No, it was just, here's the gospel and the Lord wants to change your life. Amen. And, uh, and so they'd, they'd see some pretty cool things like that. I think that's the way it ought to be. I remember speaking of my sister, uh, her husband, uh, you know, uh, Jim Hockaday ministers here from time to time. And, uh, and he was, uh, uh, you guys know the story, but um, in Twin Falls, and there was that guy who had cancer. Alan, and uh, and he was dying of cancer, and he went. He's you know he went over to see him. He asked if he would, and actually I think they were playing golf, and he told him. Jim told him, hey, uh, you know he just tried to offer. Said you know what I do, and I'm a minister and so forth, and yeah I can help you with this and and so forth. He went to see him and and talked with him and shared with him about the gospel. And the first thing, of course, was to be saved. I think he might have been a Catholic or, yeah, but he wasn't born again. And so we shared the gospel with him and led him in a salvation prayer. And then when he, uh, when they finished, it was time to get to the healing, you know. But instead of saying, we're going to pray for our healing now, uh, what Brother Jim did is he just said, well, actually, when, you, when we just prayed that prayer, you got healed. Why? Well, it's all the same. Say, well, what happened? He did. And this is years ago. He would, he would have been dead. Still, go, still going strong. Still doing well. Healed of terminal cancer. How? By getting saved. That's a whole message in and of itself. You break apart the word saved and you know healed is in there. And you look at the, redemption, the redemptive work of Christ in Isaiah 53. You see Jesus did it all at the same time. And so you can see why this works. But... Uh, what I want to do is, what I think we ought to do is have a different mentality when it comes to exp uh, our relationship with God at all times. I'm not talking, because I'm already saved, so I'm past that. But when I do this, I have a different mentality when I worship the Lord. Oh, there you are. There you are how? Well, all your wisdom, all your might, all your power, all your goodness, all your guidance, all your glory. I mean, God is who He is. And I'm made like Him, and I'm made to connect with Him. I was designed to fellowship with Him, and it was His plan and His desire that I would be with Him and communicate with Him and experience Him. And even in the midst of a fallen and crooked and perverse generation, I would experience life-giving power in my mortal body and in my thoughts and in my everyday life. Why? I'm a child of God. What are you thinking? Say, well, you can't just say that. Well, stop trying to limit me. Leave me alone. There's, listen, there's not a problem 
with Christians who have too much faith. And there are plenty of wet blankets around to try to put out people's fire. We need more people to say, maybe I can believe more. Maybe my relationship with God can be more than it is right now. Maybe what's normal Christianity is totally boxed in by decades and centuries of religion. And maybe we can get back to the beginning and walk with God. And talk with Him. And even if we mess up, He's still there. That's a thought, huh? Well, I just think God's mad at me. Shut up! He's not... He's not going to give you the silent treatment because you messed up. If he didn't do it to Cain, how much more will he not do it to you in Christ? Did we read our scripture yet? What verse did I tell you? You had time to read all of them. Chapter 5, 21. This is a cool guy. The Bible hardly says anything about him. But the few verses we have about him are pretty, pretty wild. A guy named Enoch. Verse 21. Enoch, or Enoch, however you want to say it, lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. 65 years. Well, you remember back then people lived a long time. So 65, he's just getting out of junior high. <laughs> you know... I mean, people were living 700 and plus years. Uh, uh, he begot Methuselah. Uh, lost my place. Verse 22. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. Now, I find that interesting. He's 65, has a kid. Then what does he do? Starts going to church, doesn't he? He walks with God. Now, it'd be better if he did it before he had kids. But how many think that's a good idea when people have kids? You better get your relationship with God on track. If, if, if no other time is good enough, as soon as you have kids. And we see that happen. People start coming. Uh, after they have kids, they start thinking, Ooh, this world is messed up. I better get my kids in church. And I'm telling you, if you've ever had those thoughts, you are right. Because you you're going to turn your kids over to this, this world and the education system and the television and the iPhones and all the media. And, and your kids are going to have a rough go at it. I mean, a smart parent has, if they have teenagers, they're in the youth service right now. If they have children, they're in our kids' classes right now. Smart parents do that and on Sunday. And, and, and don't worry about doing it too much. You know, well, I don't want to push anything off on them. Yes, you do. You want to push as hard as you can. Because the world will totally push itself on them. And there are a, a lot of people who will push their thoughts on them. Amen. It's time parents push. But the best way to push, if you will, is by example. First, before you make them do it, you be it yourself. And if you will be a, the genuine article yourself you go a lot further. And, uh, and so walk with God. And that's what Enoch did. He had Methuselah. And 
Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters, so you can walk with God and be a parent. Well, as soon as my kids are grown, <laughs> well, as soon as they, the kids do this, and as soon as this, then I'll be more committed to the Lord. Enoch walked with God and had kids at the same time. So he's doing natural life, but he also, there is something that changed in him. Now, by the way, this is year, many years, uh, pro probably multiple thousands of years since Adam. You realize, again, there's tons of time in, in, in these verses. Uh, and so people had already gotten away, I, I believe, of walking with God and hearing and having conversations and just natural, normal experience with God. Human race had devolved already. They had gone down from God's original design and original intent, and people were doing life their own way. And even Enoch, he, he grew up for 65 years. He's not walking with God at all. He's just living a natural, carnal life. And something happened. It doesn't really tell us what, other than he had a kid. And help! <laughs> and maybe that was part of it. But he started walking with God. He didn't, and then he did. So that's a real distinct thing. Yeah. Um, I wonder what he did. There wasn't church, you know, like we have it now. You couldn't be filled with the Spirit and speak in tongues. You couldn't be born again. He didn't know anything about that. He was still spiritually dead, but he started walking with God. I wonder if maybe he started thinking about Adam. Even though it was a long time ago, he was a lot closer to it than we are. And started thinking about how people in previous generations had walked with God. You remember, again, people lived for a long time. So we talk about someone did something 800 years ago. Well, they're still here. <laughs> well, that was me. And it was different back then. And we used to talk with God. And now it doesn't seem like we do anymore. And Enoch took up the, the challenge. And he started walking with God. You wonder what he did. Probably put his mind on the Lord. Probably started initiating conversations. And started, and, and God became more real to him. Real to him. God was already real. People were just disconnected. But he started walking with God. And he did it for 300 years. What would it be like to walk with God for 300 years? Well, the potential obviously is there where if you could do it that long, you could disappear. It says, for all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. So apparently, he worked this relationship so far, and he was gone. God took him. He got so close to the Lord. He became so conscious of God that one day it's like earth, heaven, you know, physical, spiritual, and he just stepped over, and he was out of there. So what's possible? Well, I like to shoot for the top. And he did it without any examples. No one did it before he did. And so he broke the glass ceiling, didn't he? Yeah, now look over at Hebrews then. 
Big fat right turn, Hebrews chapter 11. These are the other verses about Enoch. And um, it says in verse 5, if you know Hebrews 11, this is the great chapter of faith. It highlights some of the greatest men and women of God from the Old Testament. Enoch is one of them. That guy that had, what, what did we read there, like three verses? That's all he got in the whole Old Testament. Five verses? <laughs> you Really, you counted? <laughs> and, uh, okay, five verses in the whole Old Testament. And yet he ends up in Hebrews 11, verse, verse 5. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken he had this testimony that he pleased God so everyone knew Enoch pleases God this relationship he had with him people looked at him and said he is pleasing to God and what does this reveal about him that by faith he was taken away he became so conscious and aware of reality, the reality of God's presence and love, and he one day took off. He did it by faith. Pretty wild, huh? What the potential is. Now, here's something else that's interesting. Though we don't have many verses about this guy, um, he is mentioned in, I think it's the book of Jude, and there's a prophecy mentioned by Enoch. What, what, what would you think if someone walked with God for 300 years, would they have any kind of revelation? Well, you know, he had to in order to walk by faith and disappear. But we don't, there, you know, there are, we know Enoch wrote material down. He had books. Part of the reason we know that is because, again, I think it's Jude that quotes him, that Enoch said this. So they had a book back then at least one, the book of Enoch. Now, there is something out there that you could look up. It's the book of Enoch, but most people don't believe it's the original, and it's what they were quoting from. 2,000 years ago, they still had Enoch's writings. Today, we don't have his writings. But you can see when someone walks with God, very likely they're going to, you, you stay with God long enough, you're going to learn some things that the person who doesn't walk with God does not learn. They do not get it. They do not understand it. But if you stay walking with God, you're just going to know things. He's going to reveal some amazing things to you. Praise God. And so what we want to get to and, and refresh ourselves in is this reality of God being present with us all the time and how we were designed to connect. We were created to conform to His image. We're created to walk with Him. Um. You know, when Jesus came along, he, of course, took everything up to another level. As far as the average Jew that believed they had, you know, that they were in the right, right crowd. They had the covenants of God and so forth. And, uh, and Jesus came along and his relationship with God looked different than everybody else. And, uh, and one day, the disciples were asking him, they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Remember that? Matthew chapter 6, and then he gave some verses there, well we, we put verses there, but he gave this example prayer that is often called the Lord's Prayer, nowadays it's turned into a religion, certain circles they all, well let's pray the Lord's Prayer, 
and everyone repeats, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And, everyone, and that's become a religion to people. It's become the exact opposite of what Jesus taught. Don't say vain repetitions. And people vainly repeat those very words. Really? But here's something interesting. What they were not used to, and Jesus introduced, and he really annoyed the religious people of his day. Because he started off, and, and, and he talked, he spoke this way all the time, but even in the prayer. Remember how it started? Our Father. You see rare references to that in the Old Testament. For the most part, though, people didn't think of God. They didn't refer to Him as Father. And yet Jesus is constantly talking about my Father, our Father. And it was, it's like, it turned this whole relationship with the Creator up on its head. How many know there's a big difference in having a relation, or let me say it this way. There's a big difference in relating to or talking about God, G-O-D, and relating to having a relationship with Father. It's, it's much more intimate. It's much more real. I, I, I always wonder sometimes, I always wonder when, when people, uh, when Christians, when people say, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, and every time they talk about the Lord, it's God. Every time they pray, dear God. It's like, you're kind of Old Testament, aren't you? You're kind of a little bit missing the, the relationship of father and child here. Everybody with me? You know, it's like, well, our, one of our kids uh, one time had a friend over. And we were having dinner. And our child, I'm being vague on purpose, we have 14 uh, no, <laughs> uh, uh, they pray. I said, you know, go ahead. You pray for the food. Pray for the dinner. And and this person's prayer totally changed because their friend was there. <laughs> and I confronted this child. <laughs> Not then and there. Later, I said, what's the deal? When your friend was over, you pray like a heathen. Because. The word Father disappeared. I said, we, we don't pray, dear God. What are you doing? We pray to our Father. Jesus told us how to pray. To the Father in the name of Jesus. We don't say, dear God, in your name. That sounds like someone who doesn't know him. <laughs> Everybody okay? <laughs> I'm just telling you how I relate to my kids. Uh, you know, it's like when someone says, oh, I've received God into my life. You did? Could you be a little more specific? Because usually when someone has any degree of revelation, they'll use the J word. <laughs> Won't they? They say, I made Jesus my Lord, not I just received God in my life. That's too generic. I mean, anyone in the world, you, can go on, you could go on national TV and use the G word. They won't have any problem because they don't know who you're talking about. But the moment you bring up the J word, now it's, ooh, let's go to commercial. <laughs> we are out of time. <laughs> because, well, why? Now it's real. Now it's personal. Now it's someone you know. And, of course, Jesus is the Savior and the King and, you know, the Master and everything else. Uh, but Jesus brought that relationship, and he's moving people back. 
And I think that's the, the, the concept we need to have is he is God for sure. I'm not removing the word God from my vocabulary and I'll talk to him and say you are the creator and you are God to me. But as a normal you know, language, I'm going to say you're my father. Jesus, you are my Lord. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, and so Jesus brought that relationship back. And, and I think we need to analyze sometimes how we think in our relationship with the Lord. How do we think? Is it, is it an intimate relationship? You know, Jesus not only used the word Father like all the time uh, in teaching and speaking and praying. Um, there, was, there was one time, remember he was in the Garden of Gethsemane? And, and Paul used this in Romans where he said it twice. The way it's written in the English Bible is, is Abba, Father, which is basically Father in two languages, okay? And so it's, it's said, instead of Father, Father, but it's said in a different language, uh, 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 Syrian something else language, and then Father. So it's like, it's Father, Father, but said with some, I don't know, it's just kind of like he's doubling down on it. I wonder if we should double down. I mean, if you're about to go to the cross, it's time to double down. <laughs> but that's what Paul said in Romans 8 when he said that our, this, our spirit cries out, Abba, Father, or Father, Father. And that's the way he wants us to relate to him. And the Holy Spirit will work in you to, to, to work that kind or that level of intimacy with, with God in your life. Amen. Everybody okay? I think we should be conscious of God more. I think we should be aware of, of Him, His presence. I think we should know that, that miracles are natural. They're normal. They're, they're not strange and, and hard to obtain. No, no. I'm, I'm relating to my Father who loves me, who His Spirit is in me. It's a very natural way to, to live. Amen. Amen. Let's just pray for a moment. Father, we love you today. We serve you. We bless your name. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your unfailing love. Lord, for showing yourself to us. For helping us to see you as you are. Helping us to see ourselves as you've created us to be. Helping us to walk in the fullness of your blessing. The fullness of of this blessing of the gospel of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're with us today. You're with us in the morning. You're with us all through the night. You're with us all through the day. You're never far away. You're always with us. You'll never leave us. You are here to stay. We acknowledge you in our lives. Father, Abba, Father, our God, our Creator, and our Dad, we worship you, we adore you, we thank you. We tune our ears to you, we listen to your voice. We would open up our hearts to receive your best. This is our choice to walk with you, to communicate with you. You are, you are pleasing to us. And as we walk by faith, we know we are pleasing to you. 
Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your very best. Thank you, Lord, for your very best. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, fill people with this whole, with the Holy Spirit again now. Fill them, fill them, fill them up. Fill them, fill them, fill them to the full. <laughs> fill them to the full. Fill them up again. Fill them up, fill them up. Fill them up to the full. Full, full measure. Full measure of you. Full measure of your anointing. Full measure of your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fill them up again. Full measure of joy. Full measure. Full measure of you. Hallelujah. Help us. Help us. This is your mercy. This is your mercy. You help us to walk with you, to see you, to perceive reality. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Now, if you can, if you're able, pray with me in the Spirit for a minute. Uh, just quietly, just quietly, just pray in the Spirit. If you're not able, you can you can start if you want. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Easy, 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 easy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've never done that before, by the way, just keep going. If you're, uh, But if you've never prayed in the Spirit, man, or you never prayed in tongues, just, just say to the Lord, fill me with the Spirit right now. Fill me with the Spirit. I receive the Holy Spirit in my life. I receive an infilling of the Holy Spirit. And then right, right out of your belly, there it comes. Just go ahead and say it. Speak it out. Speak it out. It's a language of heaven. It's a language from God. It's a language of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for creating in us creating in us a vision anew a vision anew creating in us a pathway and things that we ought to do thank you for creating in us now by your spirit you show us the way by your spirit you guide us and you lead us and we know what to do what we ought to say for we're filled with you created by you filled with you filled with you your fullness your blessings are in our lives this is the way we are this is the way we live all the glory and honor to you all the praise that's due your name we worship you Lord we honor and bless you praise is to you King praise is in glory to the King of Kings praise is in glory to the Lord of Lords the Lord our maker, the Lord our song, the Lord our victory. We worship and adore you. All the glory to you. Thank you for your abiding presence. Thank you for your abiding presence. We acknowledge you in our lives. Thank you, Lord. We acknowledge you in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and glory. Thank you that you are ever present in our lives. Always here. In the morning, in the night. All through the day we walk by faith and not by sight. 
Every day we walk with you. Every day your word is real, for it is true. Every day we walk with you. We hear your voice. You guide us and show us the way. We worship you, Lord. We walk with you in the cool of the day. We walk with you. We walk with you like Adam did, like Enoch did, like you, Lord Jesus, did. We walk with the Father. We walk with you every day. Every day of our lives, you show us the way. You guide us and direct us in our lives. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We magnify and glorify you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Now, Enoch, you know, it's already having kids before he started walking with God. Um, for the person that wants to be married, the person, for the dude that's looking for a girlfriend, there's nothing wrong with that, but walk with God first. Walk with God first. First. It, it'll do so many things if you'll walk with God super tight, super close. It'll, it'll eliminate a bunch of people that you might have paid attention to before. You won't even, you won't even have to bother with them. Because their walk with God will be so much less than yours. And then, then in, the, in the right time, at the right place, it'll be easy. The decision will be easy. That you'll notice. You'll know the wisdom of God in the, in, in the relationship decision. Other than that, you'll be guessing. You'll have to take a million profiles. See if you're compatible. <laughs> Walk with God every day. Walk with God every day. Amen. If you don't do that, you're going to get the wrong person. Well, I want someone who really loves the Lord. Well, why would God do that to them? And give you, give, give you to them. You know, we have a... We know, we know a person that really wants to be married and they, uh, they're not in our church, so don't worry. Uh, I'm not going to call anybody out. Uh, really wants to be married and, you know, really wants a, a good Christian guy. And, uh, but it's like, why would the Lord give her a Christian guy? Because she does, she doesn't go to church herself. I mean, she's accepted the Lord, but she doesn't really walk closely with the Lord. And so why would the Lord do that to some dude? Seriously, I mean, I just want this guy who will lead, be a spiritual leader. Forget it. Amen. It works on both sexes, you know, both sides of the equation. Uh, if you put your the priority of your relationship with God first and foremost in everything you do, you're setting yourself up for God to bring awesome people in around you. Amen. How many married people could say amen to that? Say, that's right. Come on. All you need to do is talk to someone who's been married a minute. They'll say, yep, that's pretty important. Better get that on. Either they had it or they didn't. 
either way, they know it's important. Amen. Praise God. The Lord is good. Stand up with me tonight. Thank you, Lord.